The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. Hello, hello, it's Justin Dawson. It's episode 32 of the All Things Techie Podcast. Apologies, listeners, for not being around for a while because, you know, it's hard to keep things going when, you know, COVID-19 is going on and teams are opening, they're closing, they're opening, they're closing, and then talks of higher ed, is it going to open, is it not? We're going to get into all that along with a lot more. What's coming up in episode 32? Coming up in episode 32, Google assists Irish government with COVID app. Twitter permanently suspends Gemma O'Doherty's account. TikTok for TikTok. What's new in Zoom 5.2? What we took away from the AVIT summit. And we'll finish up with a competition. Back to you, Justin. The All Things Techie Podcast. Subscribe, like, and share. I have to remember who creates these uh, little stings and when they end as well. Hello, our listeners. Thanks for joining in. It's episode 32 of the All Things Techie podcast. I'm Justin Dawson. Welcome to a late night evening in Dublin, Ireland. And if you want to get in contact with the program, you can do so by emailing me comments at allthingstech.ie. You can tweet me at Justin or Dawson, or you can use the hashtag AVTechJunkies. We're also on Twitter. Our show is at AVTechJunkies. And we are trying to reach 500 uh, followers on Twitter. So please, please, please. We're nearly there. I think we're 480 or something like that. And we will try and follow you back as well. We're nice like that. You know, if you have something technical and audiovisual related or technology related, we'd love to follow you. Or if you're not, if you don't, if you're just, you know, an average Joe that wants to to tune in and follow our podcast, please do so as well. We love to have you on board as well. Uh, you can also subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we are also on YouTube and you can watch me and watch some of the videos back and all the details on our official website, www.allthingstech.ie. Like, like, like our show. Don't forget to subscribe to All Things Techie in your favorite podcast store. Right. So, you know, we're getting closer and closer to mid-August and is things opening up in Ireland? We... We were supposed to be at stage four here, listeners, at this stage. And yeah, yeah, we've hit a bit of a stumbling block because our oil rating has just shot up again because food factories in the midlands of Ireland, well, it's a really midlands, it's about Kildare, Offaly. Three counties in Ireland have gone into lockdown again, which means that like the pubs still aren't open in Ireland unless you are having a meal for 90 minutes and not every pub serves food. So a lot of pubs have been closed since the 12th or 13th of March in Ireland, which is crazy. Um, schools, there's talks of schools will be opening in September. Whether or not this happens is anyone's guess. And then 
with that higher ed, you know, my main job, I'm, I'm, I'm still working remotely as well. So whether or not the higher eds will open up again in September, whether secondary schools or primary schools will open up, it's anyone's guess. But, you know, some, sometimes I say it's complacency. Now it's the fact that it's mandatory to wear face masks in going into supermarkets and shops across Ireland. It's mandatory, which is great. And so it's the same on public transport. But I still think there's a lot of tourists still coming into the country. There's a lot of parents or families that still want to take their children and families out of Ireland, even though the government is saying, we'd rather you didn't and do staycations. Actually, that's a programme that we hope to do soon. We might talk about staycations in Ireland as well. And I know there's a lot of AB tweets and friends that uh, Joe Way is, is, congratulations, actually, I must say congratulations to Joe Way, um, a long listener to the All Things Techie podcast. He's actually entered into the AB Awards and his uni has come up uh, as a finalist in one category and he's come up as a finalist as AB Professional of the Year. It's a tough category. I was finalist in it once. I was also a European CTS Hold of the Year finalist as well. And I didn't crack that nut. It, it, it's a tough category. But honestly, himself, and I think versus Adam Harvey of the Uni of Hertz, um, going up for um, Uni of the Year, or I can't remember what the name of the category is, but really hope Joe does it. I'm sorry, Adam. I really hope that Joe does well in in the AV Awards as well. And he's talking about, he's, he's on a, a cruise, uh, or not cruise, a uh, holiday um, over to Ireland, and he's going to stop off in London first and hopefully go to the AV Awards. Will the AV Awards go ahead? It's anyone's guess, really. You know, it really is. Like, the main, other main news is like CES, 2021 CES is not going to take place next year and it's going to well if it's going to take place but it's going to be virtual so we're going we're asking these questions is a lot of these conferences going to continue as virtual listeners i have to say avit summit was fantastic online i really really enjoyed going on to the avit summit and um, here's a clip of some of the website so as you can see uh really easy to navigate across the website and um, you can go to each one of the boots each boots played a video you had a chance to um chat with any of the boots and there was people online to chat to and then also um the conference had talking about uh esports which i have never actually really dug deep into esports and now that i've watched a uh, a conference on esports. I want to know more. Like I, I'm, I'm just fascinated of how much money some of these people playing Fortnite are worth. And then, of course, TikTok, TikTok. Anyways, we'll get to all those type of topics as well. The HSE is working with Google to uh, fix a problem with the COVID tracker. We mentioned this in episode 31, the new COVID-19 tracker that the Irish government created. They nearly spent a million euro on this um, app. And it's in, now, I have it installed on my phone. And what it's supposed to do is if I come in contact with someone that has COVID and they, they will report, they will send me a notification to say that you were in close contact with someone that had COVID. And then 
ask you to get checked to try and keep the limit down and flatten the curve, as they keep on saying. Well, apparently, and I haven't really noticed it with my Huawei phone. Yes, I do have a Huawei phone. Uh, HSE is working on with Google to fix the problem with the COVID tracker app that drains Android phone batteries. Well, I have my Bluetooth on all the time, uh, listeners, and I don't see a problem with my phone. Like, you know, Bluetooth is on all the time. The COVID app is ticking away all the time. The HSE said it's working with Google to fix a problem with the Irish government's COVID tracker app that leads to Android phone batteries being drained quickly. The HSE became aware of Android users' phone batteries were running down quicker than usual and has identified the issue. We are working with developers to, and Google to fix it, the HSE said in a statement to the, the journal.ie um, reporting on this story. Explaining the issue, a spokesperson said, there was a problem relating to the exposure notification setting, which stuck in the loop when processing the random IDs. Google are releasing an update to the Play service in the next 24 hours that will resolve the issue for people that are experiencing this problem. Additional controls are being introduced to ensure that this does not happen again. The HSE apologized to those experiencing this issue over the past two days. A number of people have suggested clearing the cache on your phone, which provides a temporary fix to the problem. Well, a couple of times my um, phone battery did drain for other reasons and I guess that's as good as clearing the cache on your phone as well. So, but they did have a survey recently saying how many times do I open the app to say, to tick the box to say I'm okay and maybe every couple of days if I have nothing to do I open the the app and just check. You know, I'm, I'm finding out the numbers of how many cases there is of COVID-19 on the news every evening. And it has shot up again. Now, will the AV Awards go ahead uh, at the end of the year? I have questions about it. Will ISE go ahead? We are hoping to talk to some of the organisers of ISE 2021 uh, in an upcoming episode of the All Things Techie podcast. So do stay tuned for that. It's going to be interesting. Um, but I have to say the ABIT Summit really blew it out of the park. I think that was such an easier site to navigate. But I have to say, listeners, I am getting tired of attending virtual conferences. It's just, it's not the same. You know, you, you miss the networking at events like Infocom, like ISE, and so forth, uh, LTSMG Summit, like what are, what's going to happen there? If you'd like to get in contact with the program and tell us, you know, what you think about the different conferences and how you've been keeping sane, please let us know. Comments at allthingstech.ie or you can tweet me at Justin or Dawson and also our main show tweet handle is at AV Tech Junkies, where we're looking for the 500th uh, follower to the Twitter feed. Making sense of the world of technology from an Irish perspective. This is All Things Techie. It's the All Things Techie podcast, episode 32. I'm Justin Dawson. Now, the Consumer Technology Association, CTA, has announced that CES 2021 will not take place as an in-person event. Instead, the annual technology showcase, which attracts thousands of attendees to Las Vegas each January, will shift to an all-virtual format amid the ongoing coronavirus uncertainty. 
The decision marks a significant reversal from the CTA, which will up until a week ago has insisted that the event would take place in the usual physical format. Now CTA Chief Executive Gary Shapiro says that safety concerns have made the in-person event logistically impossible. Amid the pandemic and growing global health concerns about the spread of COVID-19, it's not possible to safely convene tens of thousands of people to Las Vegas in early January 2021 to meet and do business in person. Technology helps us all work, learn and connect during the pandemic and the, that innovation will also help us reimagine CES 2021 and bring together the tech community in a meaningful way, he continued. By shifting to an all-digital platform for 2021, we can deliver a unique experience that helps our exhibitors connect with existing and new audiences. COVID-19 has significantly disrupted the technology industry's related annual events so far this year. Dozens of technology companies were forced to alter their event schedules, shift to digital formats, or cancel conferences altogether. CES 2020 went off as usual earlier this year, but the event would be one of the last major in-person conferences before the pandemic effectively ended these types of industry gatherings. What are, where does it stop? You know, where where when are we going to get back to normal conferences? Are we ever going to get back to normal conferences? We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, send us an email. Comments at allthingstech.ie. The All Things Techie Podcast. Subscribe, like, and share. Now, TikTok is on the block, but why has Donald Trump given Microsoft 45 days to make a bid? Teenagers love it and the US authorities hate it, but there's no doubting the impact that social media platform TikTok has had during the pandemic. Owned by a Chinese company, ByteDance, the app has been hot property since its international rollout in 2018. But in 2020, its popularity has soared thanks to lockdown-related boredom, idle hands, and crucially, feet. But after US President Donald Trump threatened to ban TikTok last Friday, Many of its prominent users took to the weekend to say goodbye to the beloved app, home of the viral lockdown, dance phenomena like blinding lights and think about things challenges. Simultaneously emerged last Friday that the software giant Microsoft had engaged in talks with ByteDance for a number of weeks to buy TikTok's American and international operation headquartered in Los Angeles. But why does Microsoft want to buy TikTok? Well, it's no secret that TikTok has been one of the most undisputed winners of the pandemic. In the first quarter of the year, the app was downloaded a whopping 315 million times across Apple and Android phones, smashing records in the process. By May, TikTok had been downloaded 2 billion times cumulatively with 40% of users aged between 16 and 24, an incredibly value market segment for any would-be buyers. That is a lot of precious consumer data for Microsoft to sink its teeth into to help integrate and improve its product offerings. Having moved away from consumer products in recent years towards cloud computing and enterprise software, a takeover of TikTok would also allow Microsoft to compete directly with the likes of Facebook, Twitter, crucially Google-owned video giant YouTube. But it won't be cheap. Um, its apparent company, ByteDance, is currently valued at about $75 to $100 billion, and TikTok itself has been price tagged anywhere between $5 billion and $10 billion. So, with that in mind, what is Trump's issue with TikTok? In the past few months, Trump and his Secretary of State, Mike Pompe 
Pompeo has reportedly painted TikTok as a threat to American national security, citing the app's Chinese ownership and suspicions over data processing protocols. On July the 7th, uh, Pompeo told Fox News that the administration was considering an outright ban on the app. He said this was because China's national intelligence laws could compel TikTok's Beijing-anchored company ByteDance to hand over user data uh, whenever he wants. For the, its part, TikTok was roundly denied for ever handling American data over to the Chinese government. Uh, so <laughs> this is not going to go away either, listeners. Um, will Microsoft make the bid? Will it be forced for Microsoft to make the bid? Or will it be banned in the US? I, I don't think it's going to be banned in the US. I think there'll be ways and means around it. You know, if it, if it was banned in the US, would people use the likes of VPN to just get TikTok? Would it, would it go that far that people would try and find other ways and means to play with TikTok? And then I've heard of other apps that's quite similar. And Instagram apparently are doing some bits and pieces very similar to TikTok. But will it steal the market? Do you use TikTok? I, I, I actually don't have TikTok and I don't have an Instagram account. Um, but what am I missing? Tell me what I'm missing. You know, should I be out there dancing? To, all, all the neighbors' kids, that young boys, like about 10, 11, 12 years of age, all doing these um, Fortnite dances on TikTok and all have private accounts. And I'm thinking, is it actually private? You know, is it, is it actually safe for kids to use TikTok? That's, that would be my thoughts, even if it's a private account. I wouldn't have my kids using social media in that type of way. Maybe I'm paranoid. Let me know. Uh, send me an email comments at allthingstech.ie or you can tweet me at Justin or Dawson and also the show has the main AV tech junkies um, on Twitter as well like, like, like our show don't forget to subscribe to All Things Techie in your favourite podcast store now episode 33 of the All Things Techie podcast will be out soon and it's one not to miss it's a legend in the making, well, legend of the making uh, in audiovisual. I'm not going to say who it is, but they're very prominent on Twitter. They have created a lot of hashtags on Twitter as well. And it's a show not to be missed. He, it's a he, will be under the spotlight in episode 33 of the All Teens Techie podcast. Do not miss that show. Making sense of the world of technology from an Irish perspective. This is All Things Techie. Now, Justin Dawson with you. It's episode 32 of the All Things Techie podcast. Now, have you noticed that Zoom has done an update to its software? We are now on version 5.2. Yes, really like this new feature in Zoom version 5.2. So, Instead of having two screens and a lot of the time trying to be able to see the presenter and also see the slides, a lot of people still work off one screen while even working from home. Uh, so that is proving a difficulty. Zoom have come out with this great feature where you can add the presenter into the actual PowerPoint presentation when you're sharing screen. So I have just made a very, really simple PowerPoint. And using my green screen, it, I am actually transparent in the background as well. So it actually matches 
with the PowerPoint presentation. I could turn on the virtual backgrounds as well, um, but I am transparent with the actual PowerPoint presentation. So the, using the green screen, it comes out really, really nice um, on my presentation. And then when I click forward, so I'm in the top right hand corner of the screen. When I click forward, I can just go to slide two or back to slide one again. And the actual viewer can see the presenter and also see what's on the PowerPoint slides as well. I think it's a great new feature that's come in Zoom version 5.2. All you have to do is go up to shared screen, go to advanced, and it's in beta stages now. So I say Zoom is going to bring on a lot of new features to this idea and great for education. So if you were a teacher or a lecturer trying to show your slides and also want to have that personal touch, this is a great feature that Zoom version 5.2. Update your uh, software and you will have this new feature installed. It's under share screen, advanced, and you then select the new better stage of being able to be in the background as well as your slide. So an easy feature to use on Zoom version 5.2, if you haven't updated to Zoom 5.2 yet, you should. It really is a nice feature. I like it and I think it's going to be used a lot in higher education. And if you only have one screen, I cannot work off one screen. I have, I, if I had the ability to put an extra screen um, onto my already dual screen set up here in my home office, I would do so. It's a fantastic, you know, so to be able to see the person and also see the slides at the same time. I think it's a great feature. And I think that more of it's gonna come if it's in better stages with Zoom version 5.2, I think they're gonna do more on this. It's fantastic. I think they're going to look really hard into the education sector, sector uh, for Zoom, especially when we question, is schools, higher ed and primary schools going to reopen again? Who knows? I do not see them opening myself in September, but hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong, listeners. So it's a short program, episode 32 of the All Things Techie podcast. I promise you that you do not want to miss episode 33 of the All Things Techie podcast. He's a legend in audio visual. He has a lot of hashtags. And he's going to tell us how he got involved in the audiovisual uh, world. It'd be in a week or two's time. But for now, thank you for listening. This is the All Things Techie Podcast, episode 32. Like, comment, and share. Subscribe to our podcast. And I'll see you very, very soon. Audio visual from an Irish perspective. This is the All Things Techie Podcast.